I wonder if you can hear the dishwasher on this recording. Oh, shit. I didn't think of that. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Guess what? We wash our dishes. <laughs> People will know. <laughs> our filthy secret. Hey, I'm Liza. And I'm Mike. We're a married couple with too many DVDs. 1,321 to be exact. Look, physical media is great, but we definitely don't need 1,321 DVDs. No, we don't. So we started this podcast where every other week we choose two movies to watch and discuss. And when we're done, we can only keep one. This This is DVD DVD Deathmatch. Time for another death match. Another Let's spooky death match. Spooky death match. Let's go. We're well into spooky season. We're here. We've we've got some spooks and scares for you. <laughs> boy, oh boy. You okay? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we've got some spooks and some scares and some creeps and some ghouls. <laughs> Just for you. How you doing? Great. Really good. Um, good. I love this time of year. This is my favorite. It is your favorite. Leaves on the ground. Autumnal. A, a chill in the air. There was a new, I, you know, like there's a new Halloween movie. Got to watch. I watched oh, yeah. all three of the latest Halloween movies in like a row this weekend. <laughs> what a dream. What a dream. That's a dream. Just autumn. Watching chilling, movies. Watching horror movies. Come on. Yeah. So yeah, I'm man. doing great. I'm thriving. Fall is growing on me as a human. I I think I'll always be a summer bitch at heart. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I, I like, I do like the days. Um, they remind me, and this is so dumb and funny, but the those crisp days where it's not cold, but it's not warm. Yeah. And it's sunny. Perfect. And just like brilliantly sunny. And it just reminds me so much of being at college and it being like a game weekend. Oh, yeah. So I always and like and even or like being in high school and it being yeah. a game weekend because I was a cheerleader in high school. Right. So I went to all the football games and, you know, just lots of fond football memories. Fond memes. Um, but yeah, so I love those days. I'm like, Ooh, it feels like a really good, like game day. Yeah. Even if there's not a game. Right. Well, and <laughs> there are dishwashers going crazy. That's- and, and the Phillies are in the playoffs. The Phillies are in the playoffs. I definitely care about that. I, I'm you excited about, about it. it. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Cause so I was in, you know, we're from Philadelphia, big mm-hmm. Phillies. Mm-hmm. That's that's Philly's country. That's that's Philly's Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. That's Philly's country, Philadelphia, baby. They root for the Phillies. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Don't even know how to speak about sports. <laughs> but um, but when I was a kid, I was really into the Phillies. Yeah. With uh, you know, got especially like, I remember I have such a vivid memory of my parents going away for what I think was their. 20th wedding anniversary, maybe? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, because it was September, right? Yeah. And um, my Aunt Pat was watching us. Everybody's Aunt Pat. Everybody's Aunt Pat. Love Aunt Pat. <laughs> um, and uh, it was the year that the Phillies were in the World Series against the Blue Jays. Yeah. And it was like, I was, you know, so into it, so excited. Then, like, didn't stay up for the, the final. I don't know if it was game seven or if it was game five or whatever. Mm-hmm. Didn't stay up. Because I got tired. Uh-huh. Woke up. They lost. <sighs> and it was like, okay, well, I'm, I think I'm done with baseball for 30 years. <laughs> and then last summer, um, when we were still kind of in the pandemic. Yeah. Mostly in the pandemic, but kind of out of it, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got really into baseball again and following the Phillies and watching games and stuff, and it was really fun. Yeah. And now they're in the playoffs. They're going to play in San Diego tomorrow night. That's great. Tomorrow, great. tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. They're playing San Diego tomorrow night? All right. Anyway. <laughs> Play the tape. That's what you said. <laughs> I'm sure I did. <laughs> I'm not arguing with you. So that's exciting. So anyway, fall, Halloween movies, the Phillies, I got a beer. What Things are could great. be better? I'm just excited because I'm on hiatus. So I had that's the week true. off. There, there is that. Talk to there me in like that. three days. I'm going to start being stressed out again. It's going to be great. <laughs> anyway. Awesome. All right. Well, do we have any topics at the top? Uh, not really. New Halloween movie 
is weird. Yeah, I didn't watch it. It's super weird. Yeah, which that's I, what you kept saying. You're like, it's not good, but it's weird. Well, I, I think <laughs> I liked it though. I like oh. it's like Kornhauser had a good thing that he said, which was, "There's so many Halloween movies. Why not this one?" <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Robert Kornhauser. That Kornhauser, he's got a good head on his shoulders. Um, but uh, it's it's just not like watching it. I was like, really, this is the movie? Like, it's <laughs> like it, it, they introduce like a whole new character, and then the movie's like about that character, and it's real weird. All right, but um, but I was re- I was into it. It was exciting. It was weird. You can watch it on Peacock right now. <laughs> That's great. If you want, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, is that a topic? Sure. Great, I love it. I mean, listen, let's let's jump in. Let's not let's waste. Let's jump in. Let's not waste any more of the people's time. Let's just. I didn't think it was a waste, but that's fine. Let's just get Whatever, a, that's fine. Get a, get in, <laughs> get into what they've tuned in for. Right, sure. You know what I mean? Two Which spooky is movies. What we did. You know what we did. What did we do? We watched two movies. Hey! Two spooky movies, because spooky month! <laughs> um, <laughs> we watched The Strangers from 2008, and also An American Werewolf in London from 1981. Yeah. I don't have my glasses on. I'm like, so you I- doing all right? What's going on over <laughs> no, there? I don't have my glasses like- on, and I'm like slightly far away from my computer so i'm like wait a minute let me find it anyway let's kick it off with the strangers from 2008 directed by brian bertino the imdb summary is a young couple staying in an isolated vacation home are terrorized by three unknown assailants that's it man that's it although i don't think i realized it was a vacation home but well, I guess that makes sense. They're at a wedding. They're, yeah. go- they're attending a friend's wedding. Yeah, and it's his, it's the It's the guy's, like, summer cabin. Okay. Yeah. In the woods. All right. Cool. For sure. Um, yeah. Well, listen, if you, you know, listened last time we did two movies, you heard that I was terrified to watch this film again. Yeah. Because... This movie. So when we saw this Let's movie. Let's set the scene. I know. Because it's so vivid for me. I know. And it I'm was, sure we've talked about it before on the podcast. I'm sure. But you know what? Was Fuck it, it after the barbecue festival? Yeah, the Big Apple Barbecue Fest, yeah. which they did in like Madison Square Park. Yeah. In NYC. Yeah. Heard of it? Heard of it in 2008. 2008. So we've gone there and it, you know, it's a, it's a barbecue festival. You go around to different kiosks and get barbecue. It was delicious. So we were full of. Sweet meats. <laughs> Are you all right? No. <laughs> I feel like something's going on with you. No, we were full up on delicious barbecue. Yeah. And we were like, let's go sweet catch meats. sweet meats. Let's go catch a flick. And so we're like, oh, let's see this movie, The Strangers. And it's us and one other person in the theater. Yeah, we walk over. We're on 23rd Street. We walk over to what was the chelsea something yeah now it's the cinepolis cinepolis <laughs> um but uh but yeah so one other person in the theater who was sitting, middle of the afternoon by yeah. the way just want to reiterate going yeah. to see a horror movie in the middle of the afternoon right which i was like we love this because as we all know i'm a fraidy cat and so, like, watching it during the day you're like okay maybe it's a little less scary also we were going to see like, like I didn't, I don't remember knowing much about the strangers, but it yeah. was just like a time where we would go see horror movies. Whatever. Right, yeah, whatever. we'd see everything. Sometimes we'd see things more than once. Right, exactly. And so it was like, sure, going in, no expectations. Yeah. So one other person in the theater, just like a single guy sitting like three or four rows behind us. Mm-hmm. Um, and like... I just remember getting like halfway through the movie and being like, this guy's going to murder us. Long this guy's going to kill us. Long story short. <laughs> he was doing anything. He was just sitting there watching a movie in the middle of the afternoon. <laughs> right. Like we were. Like and we I was were. like, oh my God, we're going to die. <laughs> but long story short, it's because this movie's fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it fucks you up. So basically i i really i really do want to want to do our best to not spoil the strangers for anyone who hasn't seen it yeah so if it gets down to it i'll put a skip ahead but, but obviously think, there will be some spoilers yeah. for the movie we're gonna do our best to not like really spoil it but if you haven't seen it and you're into scary movies can't recommend it enough it's terrifying and it's not a it's also not 
if you're into scary movies that are not like supernatural, yeah, because it's a it's like a, a it's a home invasion home invasion movie yeah. exactly. So um, so it's that kind of horror, and it's not it, oh boy, it's not super gory. It's not without its gore. But it's not like, it's It's not not. like torture porn. Like it's not like, you know, whatever. Um, and it, it's, I don't know. So it's okay. We've got Liv Tyler and Scott Speedman. Scott Speedman, baby. Scott Speedman, uh, from Felicity fame. Uh, also now Grey's Anatomy fame. Ah. Um, and which like, I feel like at the time we're talking to actors who are known, but are not necessarily like finger on the pulse actors anymore, right? Yeah, like I mean, Liv she's Lord Tyler, of the Rings, right? Like, but that was before this, right? Yeah, it was years like before five that. Years before, with right? The time and then came. same thing with like Felicity. It's like, yeah, again, known actors, working actors, but just like not like the most popular actors of the time. Yes. So it works in this way where it's like, uh, you know, it's not quite the same thing as like completely unknowns, right? like an unknown indie thing, but it has that feel because these actors are not kind of at the forefront of your celebrity roster. Right. right? right. Um, it's not a, 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 a Julia Roberts and a, uh, I don't know, George Clooney, Bradley Cooper. What? <laughs> I don't know who are actors. Okay. It's not your Harry Styles and your uh, Dua Lipa. If you know what I'm saying. Oh, Boy, like um, Addison Ray and Young Gravy okay. in the street. Okay, great. Um, so, 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 yeah. So you've got these two, these two actors, and first of all, they do an incredible job. Yeah. Like I just think they. So, uh, the movie starts, and they have come from a wedding, and clearly he has proposed to her, and she has said no. Right. And so they get back, so they get back to this cabin and there's like flower petals everywhere and candles lit and he's got like ice cream, her favorite ice cream in the freezer. And they're supposed to like, yes. And, but she said no. And it's just like, so you start from this point of horror, but not like horror movie horror, like real life. Oh my fucking God. Horror. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. Well, and those those two actors do such a good job, like you're saying. Yeah. And also, it's like, it. Okay. First of all, first of all, that's mm-hmm. not where the movie starts. The movie starts with a voiceover saying there are this many murders in the country every year. And oh, like sure. Violent yeah, crime. Fine. And what you're about to see is based on a true story. Based on true stories. And then also, also. Well, I was going to come back. I was going to oh, circle um, back to it. No, 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 no. I was going to circle back to it, but I do have a note here because the, there are flashes of houses right. as so if the, you're driving through the countryside right. or whatever. And they're all supposed to resemble houses from horror films. Oh, is like that in the like trivia or something? Yeah, in the trivia. Oh, so okay. there's like an Amityville horror house. There's a Halloween house. There's a, another one. I don't oh, remember. Like but they're all, all of the houses resemble those like famous horror houses. That's weird. Right? Because I, like, I like that less now that I know that. <laughs> But so it starts with this voiceover that's like, this is based on a true story. Yeah, like, based on true events. And like yeah. what you're about to see, like the untold horror of this night or whatever. Right. And it's like, it's pretty lame. Yeah. It doesn't really fit with the rest of the movie. Also, mm-hmm. this isn't really based on a true story. Like, No, it's just based on the fact that there are home invasions. Right. Sometimes <laughs> people get murdered. Right. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, in the way that all cinema is based on a true story in some way. Right, exactly. And actually, the thing that's based on true story is, um, according to the trivia anyway, is that the director, Brian Bertino, said that when he was a kid... He was home with his siblings or something. Someone rang the doorbell asking for someone who didn't live there. And he said, they're not, they don't live here. You have the wrong house. And then, so that person left. And then they found out the next morning that like three houses on their block had been burgled. Okay. Because uh, presumably were, by this person right, who was ringing doorbells, ringing doorbells and, and seeing. And seeing right. So, so there's, it starts with that weird, the weird thing. And then I was going to say, I like the. The flashes the, the, of houses. You know, before anything starts, you're seeing, um, uh, it's not, it's, it's footage of driving by, uh, from the point of view of a car driving by houses. Yeah. So I always took it as like, 
oh, these are the strangers and they're driving around looking for a house, essentially. Oh, and I'm, that's probably what it's meant to be. Maybe, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But it also apparently is, they are supposed to resemble horror houses. That's interesting. I didn't yeah. know that. I'd be, I want to know. Whoa, now I'm, okay. I All mean, right. look at the trivia. I believe you. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, I believe you. Oh, thank okay. you. Thank you. That's so important. <laughs> it's so important. <laughs> I'm such an ally. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so they're... They come home. It's late at night. Yes, from it's, this wedding. It's four o'clock in the morning. Right. It's four o'clock in the morning, which is too late. Too late. It needed to be like two because first of all, what wedding besides ours goes until four o'clock in the morning? Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, if, speaking from experience, if it goes till four in the morning, something has gone wrong. Well, I mean, not wrong. Our wedding was fucking epic. No, it was great. It was great. Um, but it was weird that it went until four yeah, o'clock exactly, in the morning, and it exactly. only went until four o'clock in the morning because the reception was at my parents' house. So, like, well, it only went till four and not five because it was like it started get raining. The fuck, it started out. raining. Yeah, exactly. That's what it was. Anywho, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's like four o'clock in the morning. They're at this cabin. It's awkward as fuck. <laughs> but it's still like. Like they still like it's it's not like they're in a fight. No, it's just upsetting. Right, Everyone's it's upset. so sad. Everyone is so sad. Um and someone knocks on the door. And listen, throughout this movie, there will be several knocks on the door, and there's something even about the knock on the door, the tone of the knock on the door. Yeah, that sound that design. That is so scary. Like it, they, like they've, I, like I, I'm convinced they were like, it was like, what's the scariest tone? Oh, and definitely. they were like, that's what this knock needs to I'm be. Because sure they... it's not super loud. There, are, it is like a jump scare. Yeah. But it's not like bam, bam, bam. It's just like a knock on the door. Right, but it's forceful. Yeah. And it's also like the door sounds heavy. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I, I yeah, you're 100% right. They like, I'm sure they listened to a hundred knocks. Right. To get it right. And found the correct one. Right. Um, and they open the door. This door, by the way, has no window in it, has no peephole. It's just a solid door, which is another thing. It was like, what the fuck? Um, they open the door and there's a girl standing there and she's in the dark because the porch light is out. He tries to turn the porch light right. on. Like, That's weird. And she just says, is Tamara here? And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about, bitch? It's four in the morning. Yeah, it's four in the morning. They're, you got the wrong house. And then she, then she, they're like, no. And she goes, are you sure? Yeah. Like literally like that. And it's so scary. And so finally they like, they're like, get out of here now. Right. And she walks off, and he... First she says, see you later, by the way. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) She says, okay, see you later. See you later. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm seriously, like, my heart rate is going up talking about it. I know, I know. I'm, like, checking my peripheral vision right now. And it's like, and then, so she walks off, see you later. Terrifying. He, like, looks at the light bulb, screws the light bulb back in. So she unscrewed the light bulb so that they could... Because you can't see her. You right. can't see her face, um, which is very important. So she leaves. And then, like, the Liv Tyler character, I think her name is Kristen. Okay. She is out of cigarettes. And she and he's like, I'll go get you some cigarettes. And he leaves. And, like, literally he leaves. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? Because I got to tell you. Tell me. I got to tell you. Okay. We're in a remote cabin. Yeah. Somebody comes knocking on the door. We can't see at her face. At four in the morning. At four in the morning. And... It's Tamara home. Okay, see you later. We're not going to get cigarettes. We're getting in the car and leaving. Right. We're done. We're out. I'm certainly not leaving you alone. Right. There. Like, what? What? I can't. Well, so, I can't. So before we go further in the plot here, uh-huh. I want to shout out, like, just this first part. The setup. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Before anything bad has happened. Right. As you said, it's super... You, like the performances are really good. Yeah. The it's shot well. The like it, it just it, it it's so rare that the setup part of the horror movie before the horror happens mm-hmm. feels like it could have just stood alone as its own kind of like short film or whatever. Yeah. And that's what's going on here is that like the performances are good. The drama is like. Fine. You know what I mean? Like it's, right, it's like not the like, story is good. Right, you're it's, like engaged yeah. in these characters yeah. in a very real way. Yeah. For me, anyway. No, absolutely. And like, you, you, 
they have their own issues, and you're just like into it. Well, they're fully and, developed characters immediately. Right, they're fully also, developed characters. Also, there's just the sense of like dread because the movie started with uh, this voiceover and the houses, and there's a 911 call from there like, is, they yeah. show like before anything has happened, like be- the very beginning of the movie, they show two little boys like discovering a crime scene essentially, yeah. and then the 911 call that they make. Yeah. Um, and so you just have this sense of like fucking dread the entire time. Yeah. Assisted, I would say, uh-huh. by this music that they keep putting on. Oh my god, on the a music, record player. The music is in this movie is such a choice and is so incredible. Yeah. And we'll, there's a couple of songs in it that are like so the song that she puts on he goes to get cigarettes. Uh-huh. And Shit's about to pop off. Shit is about to pop off. And the song that she puts on Mm -hmm. is, she puts on Joanna Newsom. Uh Uh-huh. And it's a song called Sprout and the Bean. Uh Uh-huh. And, like, I, like, listened to Joanna Newsom before this movie, like, whatever. Like, I don't mean to be like, I knew it before school. But I just mean, like, (laughs) I just mean, like, I had known this singer and I was like, oh, Joanna Newsom, like, with her, like, cute, adorable elf voice. Right. In this movie, it's fucking terrifying. It's so terrifying. Her weird elf voice, which I love. <laughs> I deeply love. Right. But it's so terrifying. And then, like, the way the music is used, on always on the record player. Uh-huh. Um, which means they have Joanna Newsom on vinyl at the vacation house, which, like, begs... Like, I start to think about that stuff, and it's like, what are you thinking about? Uh, well, maybe it's her favorite singer, and he, as part of the, like, romantic... There you go. ...post-proposal, he got... There you go. And on vinyl. There um, you go. I fixed it He got for the, the, the Milk-Eyed Mender, I think is the name of the album. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> we get it. We You're get a Newsome it. fan. Yeah, exactly. We get it. No, but it's fucking terrifying the way it's contextualized. And then this shouldn't work. Uh-huh. This shouldn't work. On paper, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Uh-huh. But there's a part... So there's a there's another knock at the door while she's, a, while she's alone. Yep. And then there's a part in the song uh-huh. where Joanna Newsom, the refrain is, should we go outside? She keeps saying, should we go outside? It's fucking terrifying. And it's like really scary. And then, so then, again, we're not going to spoil too much. I mean, I love, I do love it. We're like, listen, we're not going to spoil too much. And then I've just been explaining the movie. Yeah, you've beat, just been saying the plot. Beat. Yeah, exactly. And me too. But I feel like... We have to talk about what happens then. Sure. There's another knock at the door. There's some, like, I, the timeline, I'm a little whatever. Mm-hmm. But Liv Tyler is alone in this house. Right. She goes to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. There's a wide shot. She's alone in the house. The knock on the door has already happened. Right. With the girl saying, right? It's already happened. The Tamara thing? Yeah. Yeah, that's happened already. Okay. Yes. And then she like she calls James and she's like, the girl came back. Yeah. Like, she's like, get back here. Yeah. And James is like, okay. Okay, great. Like it's like not it's not like, oh, the cell phone's not working, whatever. Like Right. She changes her clothes. Right. She is like she goes to the kitchen to get a right. drink of water. And this is where I would say if you want to put a spoiler warning. Yes. Like put a spoiler warning. Because yes. we're highly recommending the strangers. If you, especially if you haven't seen it, please don't. Yeah. Please skip ahead to when I, you know editing yeah. Liza tells you to and watch the movie because holy moly! Right. All right. If you haven't seen The Strangers and you don't want anything spoiled, go on and skip ahead about three minutes to the twenty-six minute mark. But I really want to talk about this. Yeah. So the there's a shot. She's in the kitchen, uh-huh. and this is where the fucking movie just like. You're just like, fuck. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. Like, you were unsettled up until this point, and then this happens, and it's just like, because oh, there's no. knocks at the door. No. That are, there's <laughs> knocks at the door that are fucked up, and you're like, oh, that's weird. I don't like this. Uh-huh. Then she walks into the kitchen. It's a wide shot. Uh-huh. She turns slightly. She's kind of facing a little bit, like, towards camera or something like that. Yeah, like three, like, off to the... And you yeah. can see into the next room, and in the next room... A guy just walks in and he's wearing a fucking bag over his head, like a like mask, a, like uh, like scarecrow from like Batman. Scare, yeah, like a scarecrow mask. Kind yeah, of. and he just stands there, and I'm getting chills just thinking about I it. I know because it's so long. He it's, stands there. For, he stands there for he's so long. He's not doing anything, and she doesn't see him. And he's not even perfectly still. Like it's not like a thing where you're like, 
is that a statue or I'm like so tense right I know, now. I know. He's just stand he's 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 just standing. It's just he's watching her. Right. He's watching her and he's standing in full view, but she's just not turned that way. And then it cuts to a close up of her and then it cuts back and he's gone. And like that shot, I remember seeing it in the theater and like full body chills. Yeah. Just like whatever. Because and like also because it just throws the rule book out on what you think you've signed up for. Right. Because it, the normal shit starts happening later where, like, she goes to the window and she sees the bad guy at the window. And, right. Like, and, and like, he, she's, someone's written, like, like killer stu- yeah, all stuff, over the wall right. and the, lipstick like, or hello. Stuff, and, yeah. All that stuff happens in this movie. But the fact that before all that happens. Uh-huh. But the fact that before all that happens, they just demonstrate like, oh yeah, he can just come in if he wants. Right. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, that's when you know, like, you, everyone's fucked. Right. Because like, obviously there's the thing where it's like, you lock the door, the killer bangs the door down, whatever it is. Right. It's shining. Or gets an axe, it's which shining also with an happens axe. later. Right. right, right. So you know that that's coming, but to so early on in the film, just be like, no, fuck you. They can come in whenever they want. They're already in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> Just talking. But like, it's like all the things that then they think they're doing to keep them out. Yeah. It's like no, they're already in the house. They're already there. Oh my god! And they, the whole rest of the movie, they think they're what? Right? No, no, god, they think they they're... think they're keeping them out or like having any kind of control, and it's like. No, no, no. It's been established very early on. They are in your house. Right. You are not surviving this. You are not surviving this. Yes. And then the whole movie is that. Right at this point in the movie, the note that I wrote down is, I'm weirdly angry right now. Like, I don't want to be watching this. I don't want to be scared. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about it before watching it. We're like, you know, we're hyping this up so much. Like, I really we're going to watch it and it's like not going to be that scary. And I just, we got to that point and I was like, fucking hell, why have I done this to myself? Like, I was really mad about it. <laughs> yeah. No, there, there's like, it's like this movie and Session 9 for me both like exist just as like oh that's too scary it's too scary like i can't believe we're talking about it right now because i I literally i don't talk about session nine right but like (laughs) but with with uh the strangers it's like it i had the same exact thought which was like okay we're gonna watch this movie and it's going to be, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. Yeah. And no, it still fucking works. Yeah. <laughs> it's it like, still works so, it still so works. well. Oh, my um, God. Um, and also, like, just thinking about it, it's like, after watching, this is like, whatever, but after watching all the Halloween movies all weekend and uh-huh. watching The Strangers, it's like, I mean, I remember the feeling of watching the first Halloween, like, when I was young and uh-huh. being, like, terrified about it. Uh-huh. Like, Michael Myers standing behind a bush, like, like, or standing in the yard or whatever. Yeah. And this movie is essentially, like, the same idea. A guy in a mask and two other people in a mask. Yeah. Um, in masks. In um, masks. <laughs> not one mask, but not sharing <laughs> it. Sharing a mask. That would be weird. <laughs> Passing it back and forth. Um, they you know, coming in and killing people for no reason. Like that's what Halloween is. Yeah. Like that's what Halloween is. Yeah. But Halloween is now 13 movies in and is like, he's an icon of, Mm. you know what I mean? Like it's a different thing. Yeah. It's like camp and it's fun and it's weird. And like, but that elemental kind of primal thing that the first Halloween was Mm. of like, Someone in a mask is going to come into your house and fucking kill you. Yeah. That's what The Strangers is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it really is. And it it's kind of interesting to, that they did make a sequel to The Strangers and that now they're I think they're going to reboot it or whatever. It's like oh, they're trying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like they're trying to. Wait, right? I sent. Well, who is it? I sent you the thing that was like, they're rebooting it. What was I mad about? Hmm. Madeline Pitch? I don't know oh, she's from Riverdale. Yeah. The redhead from Riverdale. She's great. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I literally just said, absolutely not. Can't be done. Why fuck with a classic? <laughs> okay. <funny>. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's just interesting that, like, it's like what The Strangers does to me in my adulthood is what Halloween did to me when I was a kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Um, It's interesting. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. Who can say? Um, uh, 
couple of notes that I have, it doesn't suffer too badly from the scare for the audience problem. Because what I mean by that is I, is uh, the shots in horror films that are not for any, not for any, like, not for a plot point, but just to freak the audience out. Which, right. they're necessary, you know, Scream is full of that shit. Yep. You know what I mean? But it can get to a point where it's like, if it's a really beautifully crafted horror film, and you've got a lot of that going on, it yeah. becomes, it's why Scream is like comedy-esque, yeah. right? The one, the one part where I'm, where I'm like, okay, there's a part where the Liv Tyler character is crawling through the yard, yeah. and then one of them walks behind her, but then does, and she doesn't see her, but then doesn't kill her, right. and I'm then just like, well, pick what? pick back up with her later, and that woman's gone. Just or gone, yeah. and it's I like, mean, well, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I will say, and I think, I think this movie, people have observed this, uh-huh. But, like, I do think that once you get into the second half, it's kind of, like... It falls apart a little Diminishing bit. returns. Yeah. Because at a, at a certain point, you know that you're just watching them fuck with them until they're dead. Right. Well, I mean, and that's the thing. This is a huge spoiler. A huge spoiler. So I'm going to, I don't know, bleep it out or tell you to skip. But the, at the end, before they... F- I think it's the Liv Tyler character says... And the girl says. Right. And once again, I've peed my pants because I'm so scared. <laughs> oh, God. Well, in fact, you're so scared that we don't even have a fucking doorbell in our house. We have a <laughs> false doorbell. No, our doorbell um, doesn't work well. So. Oh, my um, God. But, uh, but yeah. I mean, like, I think so- once the thing happens. So there's also the thing that happens in every movie, in every kind of movie like this where like. Someone shows up to help, and then you know what's going to happen to them. Right. They don't get to help. (laughs) Right. And that happens in this movie. And it happens in, I think, a fun way where, like, you kind of, they kind of really telegraph, like, exactly what's about to happen. Yeah. Like, this person pulls up, and you know exactly the way in which they're about to die for about five minutes. Right. And it's doesn't so it's not surprising but it but is extremely tense it's yeah. like a fuck it's the fucking like i don't know hitchcock like check off gun on the table whatever like yeah yeah I mean, you know butchering that but like you know what i mean like yeah. it's like um so but i think that once that thing happens with the friend showing up uh-huh. at about the halfway point after that it's like you know the first half of the movie is so good yeah. that I always forget what even happens in the second half of the movie. Yeah. And it's a lot of, like, kind of normal horror movie shit of, yeah. like, oh, we got to split up so I can go to the get the radio and, like, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and it's like, what? Again, right, what at that point about? in the movie, we're not splitting the fuck up. Right. Um, yeah, but but it is... It, yeah, it's all, it's frustrating, too, though, because... It's fine to establish, and I think you established that from the get, that, like, literally these people are just f- fucking with you. Like, there's, right. no, it's not like, we want your money. It's not like, I'm your secret daughter. Right. It's literally just, we just want to fuck with you and right. murder somebody. Right. It's like the bling ring, but murder. It's like the bling ring, but murder. <laughs> That's exactly right. Let, I want to murder. <laughs> um... So, so I, I don't, it's like, I don't mind it too much when it's like, like the concept of just like them trying to get away and not being able to get away yeah. and whatever. But yeah, I think where it really falls apart for me, honestly, is like how they wrap it up in the end. Okay. Right. Because so you've got, so you have the thing at the beginning where the two boys have stumbled upon a crime scene and they call 911. Yeah. And as the three killers are... It's like they're driving in their truck down the road. It's daylight now. And these two boys are walking down the road. They have pamphlets about, like, you know, religion, Christian living, living, whatever. And the truck stops and the girl gets out. Mm -hmm. The Is Tamra Home girl gets out. You still don't see their faces. You never see their faces. But she says, can I have one? And the boy says, are you a sinner? And she says, sometimes, as she takes the pamphlet. And that's where it should have ended. Yeah, but... Sometimes end, and it doesn't end there. <laughs> There's right. this whole thing where it's like, uh, 
she gets back in the car that as they're pulling away, you hear like you're far away from the car, but it's, yeah. so it's not a voice voiceover, but you're hearing in the car and she says, it'll be easier next time. Right, which doesn't make any and sense. That one doesn't see, make any yeah, sense. Yeah. And then you see the boys go into the house and then there's the last scare because there always has to be a last scare, but there doesn't have to be a last scare. I feel like it would have been so beautiful if it literally end ended with her going sometimes and then just blackout. Right. That would have been better. Right? Yeah. But, and then there's like a last scare. Um, so that's frustrating because I'm like, that really takes it. Like, yes, the second half of the movie is not as clever and terrifying as the first half. Right. But if they had ended it there, I would have been like, perfect movie. Yeah. Perfect movie. Exactly. As it stands, it's like, okay, yeah. fine. Also, yeah. still terrifying despite all of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Like one of the, I mean, I really thought going in, I was like, oh, this is, we're building this up way too much. Yeah. And I did not feel that way. No. Oh, also, so we talked about the Joanna Newsom song. The other song that comes into play Mama tried, is the Merle Haggard song, yeah. Mama Tried, which is great and is used really well. Yeah. And is really just like a fucking like cool song, man. <laughs> like the, the, the music supervision on this movie yeah it's killer and even when there i took a note about the music because even the like background music it's so so like when she's crawling yeah out out in the yard and he's out in the yard and there's music playing but but there's so silence is used really well there's a lot of silence there's a lot of nothing but then the music the background music that they use is is really good because it's like it does what it should do. Yeah. You almost don't notice it. Right, exactly. But it still is creating the flow of the mood. Like, yeah. it's really well done. Right. Um, the other thing that I noted is that it's not super dark. No, Even yeah. when they kill the power in the house, because obviously they have to kill the power in right. the house, there's a fire going in the fireplace. So you've got this super eerie, creepy glow from the fire. Yeah. So it's like, you can still see everything, and there's a reason that you can still see everything. Right. I mean, yeah, it's even, I would say, a little too bright when she's, like, in the closet, in the pantry, like... I mean, maybe, that, but... They, which was very Halloween, by the way, which was, like, extremely Halloween. Yeah. But that, like, I feel that lends to the whole terror of it all, yeah. because, like, by the end of the movie, again, it's daytime. Right. And what's more terrifying than, like, this shit happening during the day? Yeah, totally. I agree. Ah! <laughs> Oh my god! Hey, we can stop talking about it. We gotta stop talking about it. But it's so good. I was pleasantly surprised to watch it again years later and have it still be as terrifying as I remember it being. Um, and I never want to watch it again. Great, perfect. <laughs> well, that's interesting. <laughs> um, okay, is it available? It's on Fubo. Fubo or DirecTV. I still don't remember what fubo is it's one of those one of those services yeah Yeah. i don't know that's a little surprising i guess i would think it would be more readily available one of the big guys yeah i feel like it was on netflix i feel like i saw that Bagman on netflix (laughs) i saw the Bagman. like for a while and i was like get away from me Bagman. yeah man i don't want to see you around here (laughs) no more all right question for you yeah what's the connection Liv Tyler was in the Lord of the Rings trilogy with Christopher Lee. What did she say? Let them come. Is that what she says? I don't know. At the river? Yeah. I don't know. Great. With, uh, who was in Star Wars Episode 2 uh-huh. and 3 uh-huh. with Frank Oz, who there plays Yoda, go. and who is in An American Werewolf in London in one scene, I think. Yeah. Um... Well, technically, two scenes. Um, I uh, I have another connection. You want to hear it? I found a connection, yeah, too. Yeah, what's your connection? I found a connection, too. Um, both of these films yeah. were shot in sequence. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, which is rare. I would say both of these films uh-huh. are have an amazing first act and then kind of like an iffy iffy second part (laughs) both of these films have a part where someone is running away from something that they're terrified of and they fucking take a huge header yeah and just fucking eat it yeah just eat it (laughs) Liz Tyler falls into a log and then there's the guy in the tube in American World for London yeah who falls face first onto an escalator into an escalator like it's like 
like oof. Yeah. Oof. All, All right. right. It's American Were- an American Werewolf in London from 1981, directed by John Landis. Um, we'll get it out of the way early that John Landis is a noted murderer. <laughs> is he? Well, he was acquitted, um, but he directed a uh, section of Twilight Zone, the movie. Uh-huh. And he ignored child labor laws <gasps> and, uh, ha- and like kind of knew that he wasn't supposed to have these two kids on set late uh-huh. at night. Uh-huh. And uh, a helicopter, they were doing like a stunt sequence with a helicopter over them. Oh, no. And, you know, an explosion went off, maybe when it wasn't supposed to, but I don't know. Um, and the helicopter crashed on one of the actors and then the two kids, <gasps> killing, I think, four people total. My God! Yeah, and he was like on trial for a long time and was acquitted and all that stuff. But like, it's fucking crazy. I had no idea. Yeah. Uh. So John Landis, one of has directed several of movies that I love, right. and is also like, Yikes. um. So anyway, uh, <laughs> but direct, he directed the thriller video, yeah, Coming to America, um, Animal House, Three Amigos, Blues Brothers, like, and then American Werewolf in London. Um, IMDb summary is two American college students on a walking tour of Britain are attacked by a werewolf that none of the locals will admit exists. Sure. 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 Great. Um, I had never seen this. You'd never seen it. No. Or I maybe did see it, but I, like, it feels like, it feels like Shep and Betsy had me watch it, but maybe it was, they just... Said I should watch it, and I was like, I'm scared, so I didn't watch it. Yeah. Because they were also the people that, like, took me to, like, me and Avery to a a haunted maze, and then I sat in the car while they went in the haunted (laughs) maze, because I pussed out. (laughs) That's funny. Um, I had seen it a lot as a, like, youth. Not as a kid, but, like, I think in my teens I saw it. Yeah. And thought it was great, and then also uh, watched it, like, last year again. Yeah. So had watched it recently. Oh, that's fine. Um, my experience of this movie mm-hmm. is so much. So okay. So I want to hear what what you thought of it, but just real quick. Yeah. Two American college students. It's David Naughton and Griffin Dunn. Griffin Dunn, who you know from Mr. My Bixler. Girl, right? B- Mr. Bixler. Yes. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, they are walking in the moors in England. They're gonna. They're doing a European tour. They're gonna go to Despite Italy. Despite being told to stay on the road, right? So then they stop several it's, times. It's late at night. They stop at a pub. They, it's classic walk in the pub. Record, record scratch. scratch. Yeah. Everyone looks at them and makes them feel very unwelcome and sends them on their way. But you know, very ominously, like yeah. beware the moon, stay on the road, beware avoid the moon. avoid the moors. All that stuff. They get out there, and Jack, who is Griffin right? Dunn, Griffin yeah. Dunn, yeah, is killed by a werewolf. And David is that his name? Uh-huh. He's kind of. Uh, I was like, is it just because he reminds me of a poor that I'm calling him David? <laughs> um, it, uh, he is uh, scratched. scratched, bitten, whatever. Yeah, by this monster. The before the monster is shot by locals. And, you know, you see that it's, oh, it's a man, but is it? It's not a man. So (laughs) then, so that's the first kind of act of the movie. And then he's in hospital in London. He falls in love with the nurse. She falls in love with him. The whole time, though, he's having terrible dreams where he's being visited by his dead friend Uh who's telling him essentially, like, buddy, you got to kill yourself before there's a full moon. Right. Because you're a werewolf. Because you're a werewolf. You're a werewolf, girl. and And then turns out he is... And uh, Mayhem Ensues. That's mayhem, the movie. Mayhem Ensues, yeah. Um, and my experience of this movie is just so, like, kind of that comfort thing of watching it late at night, you know, when everyone's asleep, like American Werewolf in London. That sounds like a cool movie. Let's watch it. Uh-huh. And, and all that stuff. And the thing that I always just, like, associate with it, like, if you had if you had asked me before I watched it last year, like, how long is the part... 
where they're like walking through the moors, uh-huh. I'd be like, oh, that's like, what, like an hour of the movie? <laughs> because that's all I w- ever thought about. I was like, oh, it's like a movie about two friends walking. <laughs> and then like, I think there's some other stuff that happens. It's actually like 10 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> if that, if that. But it, that part of it is so like, oh, I just want to like do that. Like, I just want to do a walking tour of Britain. No, not really. <laughs> of course not. I'm 40 years old. <laughs> But it's like that part of it where you're just like walking with your friend and it's England and it's raining (laughs) and then you go into a pub and there's like beer Uh and it's warm. And I don't know, it's just like there's just such a like comfort feeling to that part of this movie for me. Um, And then but then watching it like later, there's a lot more to kind of like enjoy. And then there's also stuff that I'm like, oh, I don't love that anymore. Mm. How did you feel about it? Well, uh, it seems like the kind of movie that you would have to have some sort of nostalgic attachment to. Okay. okay. To really enjoy it. Um, so, like, I'm just going to read through my first couple of notes that I wrote down. Please. And I feel like it's going to give a pretty clear picture about how I felt about this film. Sure, okay. Okay, I'm just going to read, read from my iPad here. Um... Note number one, like I get a different time and everything, but we're backpacking to a random town with no plan for lodging or anything. The wet puffer coat is visceral. (laughs) Okay. Literally 8,000 people said stick to the road. What the fuck? And then weird joke about the nurse looking at his penis. (laughs) (laughs) Frank Oz. What the fuck? Yeah. They say, quote, they say a lunatic has the strength of 10 men. Thanks, Doc. (laughs) Okay. So those are my notes. I gotcha. I gotcha. (laughs) I have one other note, but those are my notes. So I was just very, like, not, it's not that I wasn't into it, but I was just very, like, I couldn't really sink into it. I hear you. You know? It's a weird one. I, I, I kind of, like, love the tone of this movie but i could see being like what's the tone of this movie yeah a little bit because it's i mean i think it gets brought up a lot as a horror comedy right and i love i think that was it i think i had heard so much that it was like so funny it's like there were a couple of jokes but like but also it's funny it's like I, i think it works really well it's like a fun horror movie i think and not like a comedy yeah i mean it's like the parts there's parts where it's trying to be funny and like it is sometimes and sometimes it's not and i think also a lot of the humor is like oh this is from the people who made animal house yeah that makes sense mm. like there's like a broiness to a lot of the humor yeah between I, these two like not broy dudes right but i feel like that's like part of the 70s comedy thing mm. is like uh I'm only saying this because he's wearing a shirt in the movie, but like is like these NYU dudes <laughs> talking about how. Well, he about, goes to NYU. About yeah, I know, but oh. I'm just saying like is like like I I wouldn't have said that if it wasn't part of the movie, you know. Gotcha. What I mean? But it's like these NYU dudes like talking about like the women they're gonna fuck. Like, yeah, that's like feels like a very 70s thing to yeah, me. Yeah, 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 Um And, uh, like, 70s, like, comedy, like, Animal House, whatever. Yeah. And so, I mean, even though that's not NYU, obviously. Anyway, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, keep talking, keep talking. Um, but, uh, so, I think, like, there's a broiness to some of the humor that doesn't super work. And also, like, there's just, like, I don't know, whatever. But I will say that uh, that there's just so much kind of, like, how to say this, like inventiveness and imagination in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, first of all, for me, and I'm not arguing with you, I, like, I, this is, you, you, you feel how you feel. I I do feel how I feel. Exactly. But for me, Uh Mike Palasek, Uh there's like a, there's such a comfort and like nostalgia for that first part where they're walking and then they go into the slaughtered lamb and like, there's that guy whose name I don't have in front of me, but who's an older actor who's also an Alien Three, who I love, <laughs> and he tells a joke about the Alamo, and it's like, what, like whatever. It's like just, just anytime someone like tells like a really stupid like body joke, and like a whole bar goes like, ah, ha, ha, ha. I'm in, I'm in, <laughs> and uh, 
and then the attack is great and whatever. Like, I love yeah. all that. I, like, love it. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I always forget about the rest of the movie. And, I mean, you can't... The, the, he's having these dreams where Jack is showing up to him and telling him, like, hey, I'm undead because... I got killed by a werewolf, and you have to kill yourself. Yeah, well, he's having... Sorry, I do just no. want to clarify, because it's it's a part of it that kind of threw me off a little bit. He's having nightmares, and then separate of that, he's having hallucinations of right. his friend, yes. Jack. You know yes. what I mean? Like, they're two separate things, and the movie does not do a good job of distinguishing them. I don't think. Well, he's living in a nightmare. I mean, I, come on. Right. Uh, but the the nightmares are cool... I mean, because he's like, you know, they start with with he's like point of view running through the woods and attacking deer and stuff. Yeah. And then there's just this sequence I always forget about, which is an extended nightmare where he's at home with a family, presumably his family. Yeah. And they are attacked by like monsters in Nazi uniforms. Nazi werewolves. Nazi werewolves, yeah. right. Who like gun them all down yeah. in like like brutal fashion. And it's like this extended violent sequence. It's insane. It's very weird. And then you the you get the visitations from Jack. Right. Which like we have to talk about the makeup of Oh Max. we will. Yeah. That is my one other note. Right. Is that Griffin Dunn shows up and he's like shows up as he was uh, as his dead body was, like, mutilated by this werewolf. Yeah. So his neck is just torn out. Yeah. And this is, like, 1981, and it's Rick Baker, and, like, the, the effects are just fucking incredible. Right. And it's... The trivia that I read about it was that it was the first time the Oscars had a category for makeup. Oh, really? And it, this one. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Because I mean, it's... Like, by today's standards. And one of the other note, the one of the other trivia things that I saw was like um, someone commenting on how bold it was for him to. Because this guy, what's the makeup guy's name? Rick Baker. Rick Baker. Yeah. Um, He's like iconic. Right, exactly. Guy, yeah. But how much, tr- how much trust Landis must have had in him? Because that first scene, especially, it's completely lit. It's daytime in a hospital. Yeah. So there's nowhere to hide. There's no like. It's you and and it looks incredible. Yeah, there's like little flappy skin oh that's my like God, moving it's the whole great. time. Great, and it's wet and it's like it's incredible. So, I, it's so good. It's so good. Um, and then the the werewolf transformation. The transformation is incredible. Yeah, is absolutely fucking incredible. Like stuff where I'm like, I literally don't know how you did that. Right. Like with his whole face transforming. Yeah, like stretching. Right. It's it's like, great, and it's and it's also just like. It, uh, so much of it, I think, is just the fact that, like, you can see the research that went into it. Mm-hmm. Like, you can see that someone was like, okay, we have to turn this man into a werewolf. Well, werewolves don't exist, but, like, what do werewolves look like? Well, they look something like a dog. So what's the difference between a person's skeleton and a dog's skeleton? Right. How would it have to change? And you can see that they've done the research and gone step by step to how do you change this into that? Right. And then showed it. Well, to and you. the craft of it. Like yeah. The craft of and and I think that that's like something that I think is perfect about this movie is like that it exists before CGI and it's like the perfect example of how to kind of do a big monster kind of thing. Yeah. On like you know, without showing everything all the time. I mean, by the end of the movie, you get a couple full shots of the werewolf. You yeah. know what I mean? And they're like weird. It's like well, a, it looks like a Jim Henson puppet. He's like a chunky boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's a big, big chunky guy. boy with a little face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but it looks great. I mean, it, yeah. looks, it looks incredible. Right. But, uh, but before that, you get a lot of point of view shots of the werewolf hunting and you got a lot of like, like, I always think of that shot, that whole sequence in the tube station. Oh, is, yeah. To me, like, so good. That's and great. And then the guy falls onto the escalator, as we said. Oof. And then it cuts to a shot, which I'll just, like, this shot is just, like, burned in my brain. And I think uh-huh. it's, like, one of the most famous shots from the movie. From the very top of the escalator. Uh-huh. And you're looking down, and you see the guy at the bottom. And then, like. Oh, yeah. In the, in, you know on the platform you just slowly see it's almost like the shot in the strangers but not quite yeah it's like you slowly see that werewolf move towards him but it's so far away right that like you don't get a clear look at it right you're looking right at it but it's just very far away yeah 
Um, it's genius. Like, I think that that part of it is genius. Yeah, that's really, really, really well done. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, like, I think some of the, like, humor, it just a, feels a little bro-y to me. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, I still, like, you know, I still, I find, like, the tone of this movie so strange and so interesting. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what it is for me is it's just, like, the tone is so weird that I, I never quite settled into what it was. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's so. A, there's not, it's not like any other movie, I think. Yeah. Because um, it's, like, that, that mix of horror comedy. It's, like, it feels like it's, like. 70 30 like horror comedy you know what i mean yeah which is like a weird mix but it's like one way or the other it would kind of make more sense but yeah it would be like a fun oh it's like a horror movie with like a couple jokes in it or like oh it's like a broad crazy comedy but it's like right in that weird zone of yeah i don't know um there's really good kids in it too there's like the (laughs) kid there's the kid in the hospital no who just keeps shouting no. Yeah. And then there's the kid with the balloons in the zoo when he wakes up in the zoo. Yeah. And all of the kids feel like real kids who are like someone's talking to them off camera. Going, yeah. Like, just say this. Yeah. It's really funny. Yeah. Um, there's also a very, there's, I love, I always forget about the ending and like what, I like don't remember what happens after the first part. Uh-huh. But watching it again, there's just this like, I, I don't know how I forget this. There's just this like very extended car crash mayhem sequence yeah. in Piccadilly Circus. Piccadilly like, Circus, yeah. Where people are just like it's like the werewolf has is running rampant in the city. The American werewolf? In it's London. in London. It's in London, baby. It is. Um first it starts in a porn theater. Yeah. And then which is very weird too. Yeah, yeah. See you next Wednesday. See you next Wednesday. <laughs> the movie, the fake movie. And then they uh, they cut to outside Piccadilly Circus and it's like running rampant, but it's so funny because like you're not seeing the werewolf attack. I mean, it's attacking a lot of people. It decapitates somebody, whatever. But then like you're also seeing all the mayhem that's like knock on effects from that, like car crashes and then like a guy falls and a car runs over him and then a yeah. guy like gets like booted off a motorcycle. And someone's like, on fire. Right, someone's yeah. on fire. It's just like insane mayhem and like. <laughs> It's like weirdly fun. I yeah, don't know. yeah, yeah. It's like I I didn't dislike the movie, but it was just very like okay. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. like I, okay. I can sure. see kind of not getting like just not really settling into it. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It's a weird know. one. I really like it a lot, but I'm also I understand. <laughs> Is that it for American Warfare? I think that's it. There's a, a lot of trivia for this one. Yeah. Um, including a bunch of stuff about how the guy who played Dave, is it David Naughton? Is his name David? He's playing David? Hold on. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> let's name check. Is- his name is David Naughton and he's playing David Kessler. There you go. Um, how like he, they found him because he did a Dr. Pepper commercial. Yeah. I remember hearing about that. And then like, there was all the stuff about, he had like a contract with Dr. Pepper that they let him out of because of his nude scenes in this movie. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Which is very funny. Oh, and the other thing, the, it was like, they had to be careful because they make a point in the movie to say that David is Jewish yeah. And the actor is not circumcised. So all of the like nude scenes, they had to be very careful to not give it away. Oh, that's funny. That he wasn't Jewish. That's funny. There is a real undercurrent. Like I'd be interested to hear like the uh like a Jewish perspective on this movie, because there are there's jokes about his penis being circumcised. Right. There's the part where the Nazis come in. Yep. And there's also some other Jewish mentions and stuff that I think like make it an interesting yeah like what like why right I wonder if there's like subtext there that I'm not picking yeah anyway, I don't know Nazis are bad no uh, I think you know what? personally you know what me too I'm gonna say too yeah. Nazis bad yeah bad Nazis <laughs> great <laughs> great um is it available you could watch an American werewolf in London right now on Amazon Prime all thanks be to Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Praise be unto him. And in his name, we pray. Under his eye. Under his eye. Great. Great. 
So, here we are. You said you never wanted to watch The Strangers again. It's true. It's true. I never want to watch it again. And, and, also, and like, jokingly, I never want to watch it again. Yeah. But, in all seriousness, as much as I did not love An American Werewolf in London, it had some cool uh, extras on it. It did. There including, was... like, outtakes. It were, like, there were a ton of extras on the disc, and that feels like a almost like a historical thing. Like we're, we don't want to get rid of that disc because that will be lost. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I agree with that. I mean, I agree. I like, I like both of the, obviously the Avengers looms large. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. I don't know what to do because the strangers, but I don't think I'll watch the strangers anytime soon either. I'm never watching it again. Okay, well then I think we're getting rid of no. I think we're getting rid of the strangers then. Yeah, I think we are, which is weird. Right, because of the two, it's definitely a movie we've talked about a lot more. Right, and it's also like not available really. Fubo, which I don't know what that is. You think Fubo is long for this world? (laughs) I think I'm in ten in ten years. We'll all be watching. It'll be nothing but Fubo. Fubo original programming. Netflix. Who? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we can get rid of the strangers. That's fine. All right, I think we're going to get rid of the Strangers. Great. Listen, Strangers, thank you for being the scariest fucking movie ever. Um, but uh, for that reason, you're gone. You're gone. You're gone. Okay, well, listen, we uh, we did our two spooky season death matches. That's it. So we're That's back it. to... You want to do one more spooky one for early November? In November? No, I guess we can't. In November? I guess we can't. We can't. We cannot. When's, listen, I love a spooky season. You know I do. Yeah. But once Halloween is over, we we got shit to do. We got to give thanks. We got to, for the Christmas. For the Christmas. We got shit to do. We got to move on. Okay. Great. You know what I mean? All right. So we can't, we can't dwell on the spooky. That's what makes it so special. You know? You're right. I know. But we do have one more mini-sode coming up. We do! We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. But let's pick our... Spooky matchup? No, our regular matchup. Oh, yeah. Our regular... That's what I meant. <laughs> let's pick our regular matchup. Let's pick our next regular matchup. So regular. Such a matchup. Hey, Siri. Mm-hmm? Pick a number between 1 and 1,321. A random number between 1 and 1,321 is 744. 744, why that is from 1994, The Lion King. That's insensitive. (laughs) You singing it that way or just the song itself? The, me singing it that way. Okay. Because I don't know the language and right, I'm just right, making right. noises and okay, that's good. horrible and I won't ever do that again. I'm so sorry, but yay! Lion King, baby. Lion King. We love it. Watch it with our kids. Golden age. All right, let's see what's going up against it. Hey, Siri. Mm-hmm. Pick a number between 1 and 1,321. A random number between 1 and 1,321 is 191. 191 is Booksmart. Oh! Famously, one of my favorite movies. Famously so. Famously so! Booksmart! That'll be great. Yeah. I can't wait. And directed by Olivia Wilde. Lady director, baby. Lady director. Slightly controversial currently. Lady director. (laughs) Um... We love to see it. We love to see it. It was trending today because of weird text messages to her nanny and stuff. <gasps> really? We'll get into it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So which, next, Deathmatch, Booksmart. Which works out. And The Lion King. Oh, yes. So next, Deathmatch, Booksmart and The Lion King. That's in two weeks. Excited. Can't wait. That's in two weeks. But the next mini-sode, which is our last Spooky Month episode, is your pick for what movie we're going to see in the theater. Mom and Dad going on a date night, and we're going to go see... Don't, Don't worry. worry. Darling. Darling. <laughs> also directed by Olivia, Olivia Wilde. Wilde. Wow, it's Wild Month. Why? <laughs> it is Wild Month. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I am still excited to see this movie. Yeah. I feel like there's been a lot of controversy surrounding it. Yeah. 
but I'm still down. So that'll yeah, be fun. It doesn't really impact how I view the movie. No. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I guess Great. we'll see. Hey. Can't wait. Listen, thank you so much for listening, especially if you got this far. We're DVD Deathmatch in all the places. We got the Insta, we got the Twitter, we got the Gmail, we got the World Wide Web, and I hope that you um don't answer the door. <laughs> oh. Very spooky. Very <laughs> spooky. Alright. Alright. Come back next week. See who survives. DVD. Deathmatch. is funny to you look at that we were watching American Wolf in London those beers they had there's <laughs> one the guy like there's something about seeing in the pub yeah in that pub we'll get into it you don't even like Guinness no but they they didn't all have Guinnesses like there was like oh yeah like sorry I just poured myself a beer if anybody's listening to this he, he if anybody's listening <laughs> is anybody listening <laughs> and uh <laughs> and it looks great it just looks it really looks, nice. It does look really nice. Wait, here, let's take a picture. I'll post it on the Insta. And it reminded me of the beers in American Werewolf in London. Let's get that portrait mode, baby. Low light portrait mode. You move farther away, phone. Shut the fuck up. <laughs>